0: Welcome to Innovation Booster, the HETRIC podcast about health technology for more healthy years of life. In this podcast, we'll talk about everything related to research and innovation in health technology, and I am your host, Dr. Rut Koops-Vontijg. Hetrick is the health technology research and innovation cluster, born and brought to life in the North Netherlands. Patrick brings together academic research, health technology and clinical practice in order to tackle the challenges faced by today's healthcare system and to speed up innovation through the interplay of knowledge, health technology and business development. In the Innovation Booster sessions, we bring together researchers, companies and medical professionals to talk about valuable themes and topics in health technology. ISO 14.155, biocompatible, GSPR, notified bodies, QMS, MDR, safe by design. Do you have a bright idea and are stepping into the field of entrepreneurship and medical devices? Besides what a normal entrepreneur does as finding customers, searching for money, making the first prototype you will find additional challenges in the medical field, like finalizing the MDR certification process. What does medical device regulation mean in a medtech segment? Which hurdles do you need to pass and how can we help you? For entrepreneurs in medtech, those steps are doable and we would like to explain you during this Innovation Booster podcast how you can make small steps to make a giant leap. In this 7th episode of the Innovation Booster podcast, we would like to make you aware of the MDR regulatory issues. And instead of viewing it as a pain in the ass hurdle, we aim to inspire you to turn this into a competitive advantage for your business. MDR as an Innovation Booster instead of a Killer we will dive into this very important topic with two experts in the fields of medical device regulation and the Medical Ethical Review Committee. First, we welcome Jelmer Schollema, Assistant Professor in Biomedical Engineering at the UMCG and member of the METC. Welcome, Yelmer.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Secondly, we welcome... Ilona Brauer. Ilona, you are a true expert in the development and implementation of medical devices and medical technology, and you are working as an innovation consultant at the UMCG Innovation Centre. Also a very warm welcome to you, Ilona. Thanks. Thanks for being here. And thirdly, we welcome Jan-Willem Weltsink. Jan-Willem is the Business Development Captain, both for Hattrick and the Innovation Centre for the UMCG. Also a very warm welcome to you, Jan-Willem.
2: Thank you. Glad to be here.
0: Jammer, the first question is for you. Could you please explain to us what is the medical device regulation and why is it so important?
1: The medical device regulation, which we usually call MDR, is a regulation which came from the European Union. Um, basically, because there were in the past an, a number of um, uh, problems and and uh, really bad experiences with medical devices could, um, could you
0: give an a- example of such one of the a examples is a very
1: famous one which is the uh, the breast implants ah. which occurred with uh, a, a massive pain and uh, fibrotization of fibrotization, the which is, is it's a kind of um, heart tissue which uh, which is um, uh, around an implant uh, so women
0: is, that had these breast implants really got into pain yeah, and had really issues with the problems And it I'm not
1: you? not not very aware of what typically these this, uh, this problems were. But uh, in the end, it appeared that these um, uh, breast implants were p- manufactured by a French company, PIP, which appeared to use non-medical grade silicons. silicons. And that um, was one of the reasons why the European Union um, decided that we have to make the regulations a bit more strict and the stricter than the, than the regulations were, which was the former, um, medical device, um, regu, not regulation, but, um, a directive directive, and a directive is the MDD and this directive is, 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 uh, only effective if you make it on a national level Mm -hmm. and the new one, which is stricter is an um, uh, a regulation which is um implicitly also active and um occurring in a country itself already so you don't need to um, to to make it special for your own country so, so it is a is a european law actually
0: okay so the mdr basically is a set of rules so to say you have to, or regulations, you have to comply to when you are developing a certain medical device. Exactly. And how do we know when we have to deal with a medical device? What is a medical device? Is well, there a definition there?
1: Yes, they give an, an actually a, a very good definition. Uh, and even they defined more devices than in the previous MDD. Uh, so also software which is used in, um, in, in medicine, in, in clinics is now deemed to be an a device as well ah, uh, so okay. that means that also when you bring into the market a software that is helping patients to um to recover mm-hmm. um, that you have to apply for an uh, c e mark uh, uh, conform the uh, the mdr
0: so to sum up if there is a certain medical purpose for the thing you are developing and implementing, then you have to deal with the... Uh, with the uh, MDR. Yeah.
1: yeah then, then. And,
0: and let's say, what if we have, what if I would like to develop um, these um, contact lenses? Not because I want to improve my uh, vision, because uh, but because I want to change the color of my eyes, so to say. So there's no medical purpose. I just want to have blue eyes because I like blue better than brown. But then that's not a medical purpose. But that's a good I, question. Hmm.
1: And actually I don't know. Okay. Uh, ah. It's not a medical, then it's not a medical device, but still, um, it is a device which has um well is Im- Im- implied in a person. Yes, so you, and and the has safety has to buddy. be has yeah. to be in place. Yeah. What, to, what would be
2: the other need, two? You need what to assert sa- safety and use. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. That's what you need to do. So yeah.
1: definitely you have, you need to C E mark. Um so that 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 but that applies also for children toys um
0: no it's interesting maybe we could uh, raise a poll uh when putting this podcast online uh, if people what what people's guess would be context lenses that change the color of eyes yeah
3: i'm, Alena, I'm you wondering you... Uh, if there, there is an ex- exception list yeah. in the mdr uh, an, an additional annex and there are a few uh, products which aren't have not a medical purpose but are seen as medical device maybe ah, it's in the maybe, arm maybe you will tell me If it's not you need see if for another uh, legalization but yeah, it's and a definitely good
1: question this, this uh, the safety aspects are also dealt with in other in other regulations so so I'm not mm-hmm. afraid that it is it is very harmful mm-hmm. but uh, I'm not sure whether it is in the MDR
0: okay okay well maybe we uh we can find it out later later on and um for which um, professionals in medtech, is this MDR, uh, important. So only for entrepreneurs, but al- or also for researchers. It's, it's help most out.
1: important for patients.
0: Most of them, oh wow, yeah. That, yeah. yeah. That's you know, the reason, that's yeah. the reason. So mm-hmm.
1: so that we are not confronted as, as patients with non-functioning medical devices. Uh, so so it's for the benefit of the citizens of the European Union and not for the entrepreneurs. No, no, okay. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> they,
2: they, will, they will think otherwise of it. Uh, so yeah. 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 As we've heard, uh, that some of them just hampered in the speed of bringing innovation to the market. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but uh, uh, which professionals uh, should take it into account when developing, implementing uh, medical devices or technologies?
1: Well, um, if you start thinking of of making a new device with new technology and and bright ideas, uh, mm-hmm. then the idea is that everybody who is involved in designing these kind of uh, of devices mm-hmm. should be aware of the requirements that are asked for in the MDR. Uh, so that means that, that everybody who is uh, uh, involved in de- in development and manufacturing of a device should know what type of documentation he has, he should have, and also what type of controls and and essays they should run in order to see whether it complies to the MDR.
0: And, and Ilona, maybe you can help us out um By explaining what are important like types of or classes of regulations, or so that are there certain, what kind of aspects do you have to deal with, safety
3: and but what kind of safety aspects are covered? Um, Big question. (laughs) The safety aspects are, are the. Uh, requirements that are in Annex 1 of the okay. MDR. Mm-hmm. Annex 1 is a very important uh, annex of so the annex MDR. So Annex 1 is the
0: most important part of the MDR. What yes. is What is covered in Annex 1?
3: Annex 1 is a f- whole list of safety and performance requirements, mm-hmm. and they are clustered in. Uh, uh, yeah, they are clustered. So uh, it starts with risk analysis and having a good manual, and then uh, I d- I don't know the 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 exact uh, sequence but it's clustered with uh, bi- um biocompatibility electrical safety uh electro uh A- ACM, electromagnetic compatibility um uh, uh laser safety uh so there are different clusters of safety and uh performance yes. uh, requirements there okay and that's good uh th- that's good starting point if yes. you yeah, to to grab
0: that list, so to say, mm-hmm. and and then what what are um um uh, when when I would stop st- when I would step onto the path of medical device development, what are the important milestones related to MDR? So first thing I would would do is um, open up Annex AIM, and then.
1: Well, it depends on on uh, how far you are already. So is it, is it an, an device that is just changing original IDs that are already on the market and it's easier? Um, but if it is brand new and the RD is brand new and your, your system is new and you want, and it is invasive for instance, so it has a, a, a big impact in, in the human body. Um, then the first thing, uh, if you are talking about milestones is to see whether it is working in a human meaning that that you want to have results from investigations that you do in a clinical trial. So one of the first things for these kind of new devices that do not have a CE mark, when the CE mark is the, is the latest mile point, okay. um, a milestone is, um, is, is doing these clinical trials, uh, meaning that you have your technical um, uh, descriptions of your product. So you, you describe all the all the uh, issues that are there with the technical uh, product, uh, along to the annex one, along with the requirements, they are stated in the in the uh, annex one. Then you submit it to a medical ethical committee. Uh, they can judge it, and then you and then you are allowed to investigate the functioning and the safety of your product in the human uh, patient. So that is the first first milestone. So if you have done that, then, well, at first, the first hurdle is taken.
0: Okay. So there you also need researchers. If you're not a researcher yourself, um, you have to collaborate. Definitely. You, yes.
1: you need, often you need doctors as well, okay. because um, no patients without doctors.
2: No, no, true. True. Yeah, well, that, that, that's true. Huh? You need to confirm that there is positive me- uh, effect as uh, in, in the human body, as in Djalmar Gell- explained so you need the professional uh, on that side and to help develop that as well
0: but are you allowed to conduct a clinical trial with a new medical device that has no ce mark yet
1: yes but you should yeah so so um (laughs) but
0: how do you ensure uh safety and performance if well it's like a like a, a, a circle right
1: Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, there are several, you could imply several steps. Mm -hmm. So, so one of the first thing what you could do depends, of of course, on the, on the medical device. Mm -hmm. Um, so what you, what you, what you, for for instance, could do if you're talking about something that, that you want to measure and you want to have a new dialysis uh, uh, system that Makes tremendous step forwards in in how to treat uh, some uh, some illness. So your measuring device, and that is what you are bringing on the market, we try to bring on the market. Um, you need to 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 relate that to the golden standard as they are in the clinic. So you have um, uh, the therapy as used, uh, and you want to, to see how. A new device will function in that in that respect. Uh, the first thing that you do is um, uh, you try to to look at the results of your of your analysis without doing anything with it. So only to see how it relates afterwards to uh, with respect as compared to the usual treatment. So you do the usual treatment, but you also do an extra treat, an extra dialysis, or an extra analysis, or an extra um, diagnosis, without doing anything with it. But you later on you relate it to the golden standard and see whether this is better or at least not worse. And and that is the first step. And then if that is so, then you can continue with it. And then you get a validation step. And this validation step uh, means that I want to validate my um, my new instrument, my new device, uh, and, and see whether this, this new device is doing better or at least as good as the, the previous one. But then you put it into a real, in a, in a real, uh, a trial and you know already that it is not worse because you did it before, but you didn't use it. But now you are using it and you try to use it in the clinic, um, but again, you need to have uh, approval from the medical ethical committee to, to judge. So you have to apply again for, for such a trial. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not easy, but doable.
0: Um, Ilona, it reminds me of um, something um, uh, I saw in one of your other, uh, in, one, in, in your presentation, the statue that you um, uh, spotlighted in the that's in the hallways of the University Medical Center and there's a person sitting behind a type uh, typing machine and there is like a, something like a paper in the typing machine and on the paper you read um you read something could you could you tell us a bit more about this statue and why this is so illustrative uh such a nice illustration for um for the medical device regulation
3: mm-hmm. yes in the 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 hallway of the uh, UCG the Winkelstraat, there's indeed a, a lady typing on the machine, it's a t- statue, and on the paper there's written an uh, important stuk, so uh, important piece, Important yeah, piece. Yeah. and uh, I always laugh when I see it, I think oh that's what the MDR is, uh, uh, they're, they're spoken about like MDR big piece, but yeah. it's like to really uh, understand what this big piece is, is quite hard. Um, it's yeah. also the few many people have of the MDR. Oh, it's it's important, but
0: it's, oh, it's complex. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what could we do to help people there?
3: Well uh if for uh if you have a project that's uh, that uh, has to do with the MDR, I think uh really make us really um, um conduct it uh really conduct it down to smaller steps um, and then start working on it because you need uh, you need uh, a documentation about uh, how you're making the project product and uh, what the product is and how you tested it Does it safe and uh, all these things you're just gonna start working on. Uh, but I think it's important to conduct it down to smaller pieces and also put it in a time frame. Uh, I think that's
0: important. Comparable to work packages in a scientific research project, for yeah. example. Yeah.
3: yeah. And also not underestimated. So, okay. just, so start early. <laughs> yeah, just calculate time and yeah. money for it. Don't just do it in your evening hours. No. No. Okay.
0: <laughs> a word from our sponsor ODE, Open Diagnostics Ecosystem. One of the goals of Hattrick, the Life Cooperative and ODE is to encourage and support medical technology innovations from bench to bed. The ODE Open Diagnostics ecosystem is happy to help Patrick to reach a wider audience with our interesting innovation boosters by this valuable podcast. In the Life Cooperative, 45 companies and startups from life sciences and medtech in the north of the Netherlands work together in innovative projects from medicine and diagnostics to medical technology. The ODE Open Diagnostics ecosystem offers access to a network of companies, knowledge institutions, healthcare partners and open innovation facilities that use their knowledge and abilities to develop new techniques for making medical diagnosis. The goal of ODE is to turn the North of the Netherlands into a global expert in the development of innovative diagnostics. Want to know more? Have a look at opendiagnostics.nl um, could you share uh, an example story or some example stories in which you explain your experiences with in-house developed devices and their use within the UMCG? So how do you apply the MDR when you, yeah, from the UMCG have, have such an in-house developmental uh, trajectory?
3: Yeah, so uh, in-house uh, developed medical devices and used medical devices have a special article in the mdr that's article 5.5 5, uh mental note a mental note yeah it's yeah. good to really read that what's because it's just half a page in ah, uh, the M- ah. in the whole document so if you read it yourself then you're then you have the the basic information um but um one an example story yes yeah, how you apply this 5. Uh, 5. yeah a very good example is uh, we have an inst- instrument uh, workshop mm-hmm. in, the hosp- in the hospital it's over for decades already there uh, and sometimes there is like a, a there's a, a surgeon and he wants uh, for a specific patient group an adaption on a device mm-hmm. um, or a smaller version and then uh, it's not available on the market because in our hospital we treat very specific patients mm-hmm. so that, that gives room for uh, in-house that gives gives room for in-house development yes okay and and uh then so there I are want still this, and
0: this instrument and i want it a bit smaller because i, uh, I work a lot with children for so, yes for and if yeah. it's
3: if it's not on the market that's a strict requirements then there's room for in-house development in article 5.5 mm-hmm but still uh you need uh you need to um have a quality management system and to as a hospital and prove the product is safe with uh, nx one we just okay. discussed so yeah. um there is a procedure in uh i know in every uh U- universal medical center at mm-hmm. least is a procedure for that okay so it's also like a procedure to
0: to go through all these. Steps that are described in Annex One, like a certain checklist, so to say. It's a
3: checklist with templates. Okay. Uh, Ah,
0: templates. They are also really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you don't have to uh, um, uh, do well, build everything up uh, yourself.
3: Yeah. Okay. And that's also how uh, companies are working with the MDR. Okay. Uh, That's the the processes combined with the checklist is Mm -hmm. what a quality management system.
0: Ah it's
3: very short yeah oh I, I learned a lot
0: today um i also learned that your motto is to keep even the most complicated complicated things easy um i saw this on your linkedin uh, mm-hmm. bio in which ways can we make the mdr process uh, process uh, more easy for people
3: yeah I th- what are your tips and tricks to make uh, the the mdr more easy for people um well i th- at least it the, over the years it gets easier I, because we're now together in a learning steep learning mm-hmm. um, curve curve yep. mm-hmm. yes and
1: well perhaps Jan Willem um, we are thinking uh, for for quite a while what could Hetrick do on this yeah, and, that's and exactly
2: our search yeah?
1: that's that's our search because so the question is is actually a question back to the to the audience of this of this booster mm-hmm. what could we do and um what could we do (laughs) what what could (laughs) we do do? what could we do as Hedrick as Hedrick and um um, well one one of the things is that we we could make it for instance uh easier for people from the Faculty of Science and Engineering Mm -hmm. and that is not regarded as in-house manufactured uh to to bring um uh, new ideas innovations uh to the clinic um by perhaps also offering space that has this right quality assurance uh on in in place or advise uh, people how to do it anyway to 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 go to the first step as we said before uh which is a clinical trial
2: but, uh, yeah there's as we had in the poll and huh, there several things we try to I mean the MDR regulation will not become easier or less complex. It will become more complex. But there's a lot of um, missing know-how on what it exactly is, when to apply it, for whom to apply it. Uh, so, so creating awareness that it's there and that it, uh, as already mentioned, should be as early adopted as possible in your procedure uh, it, it's it, it affects your project management uh, you should you should care about the risk not on the opportunities and, and and striving for for the data but, but care about risk it is about if you're starting a company or a new business set up new business or st- uh, this, so what we've heard here for companies it affects your financing position it will take a couple of years longer it will take different resources It it. Also, we could help the know-how is there, bring that know-how together from, from different sides. And that's what Hatrick trying to find out because it's a, a pre-competitive area and and, and and generally nine out of 10 companies we've seen here today and, and, and we know are affiliated with Hatrick, are in size too small to set up big QA departments in, in, in order to uh, help the company out with this huh? so it sounds
0: like it would be a very wise idea to start building like a knowledge base yeah uh, and maybe also a certain yeah, a kind of help desk so um, uh, I've totally lost my way in the MDR uh, what should I do uh, yeah, I was, I
2: was yep. very pleased uh, to see that coming out of the of, of the intermediate polls uh, mm-hmm. we had uh, indeed uh, people are I don't know, I'd Thought is 80 percent of the people are looking to uh, locat, which has a little bit n- not the right connotation, maybe always, but uh, to, to some desk where they can go to help them out. Uh, some person use them, some facili- shared facilities, uh, so so assets uh, yes. that they could use Resources, in order yes. to yeah. to go and, and and develop that that that, that product. Uh, that's what we try to help them out, but we're still searching how to do that so maybe
0: this podcast might also be a nice invitation for people who are listening uh if you have some bright ideas to to build such a a knowledge knowledge base or a platform where we can exchange these knowledge and resources uh, and and have this process uh, um, outlined um uh, and or if they have other needs please share them with us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: The, yeah. the knowledge and know-how is in the community. We are hatrick hat-trick, yeah. we say, and so the community should become active. And yeah, we should bring yeah. it together. Com- okay. yeah.
3: I th- think it's a very good idea. Combining knowledge together will make the MDR um, more, uh, yeah, <laughs> less. Less of a pain in the ass. <laughs> yes. And uh, uh, then it can become a, a competitive
0: advantage. Because could, could one of you explain this, um, uh, what, uh, well, how can we, how can we turn it into a competitive advantage? Yeah, doing, building well, this knowledge space, but
1: doing it and, and we have lots of, lot of discussions about competitive advantages. One of the things that, that is appeared in, in, I think two, two presentations is that when you pass the MDR, you have a, a, a very good position on the market um so then you have a head start then yep. you have a good start and and even in the netherlands where, where also reimbursements are very not very easy to to gain so that is the other hurdle that you are not talking about but also um uh, reimbursements from the uh, securities the the health insurance companies that is the other hurdle to take if you have taken debt as well within the netherlands then you have a, a very strong position to go worldwide so um, it's not that there is not light on the hor- horizon, but to reach it is not so easy. And if you can help with that, then, then definitely also MedTech has a, has a good future also in Groningen. And what we also learned from this, uh, from this booster uh, is that there is indeed, as Jan Willem also suggested, there is a lot of knowledge and also uh, knowledge from, from companies that have worked with it. And the, 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 um, the experts in this field are not competing with each other, not competing with each other. So they are very much willing to share their ideas of, of how to work with it. So that, that definitely will help. And if we can facilitate that, that, um, that network, Uh, so there is light in the horizon, but but we have to reach the horizon first Mm, and uh, that can be made easier
2: it yeah and, and it it's not only uh, let's not look at it as a, a hurdle yes it is you have to step over it but what we've seen with CIAS uh, so they had already this quality management in place they they informed us and they should, they they demonstrated so they started in forensics then to pharma so um because it greatly helps your company in developing new products because you have this quality system in place to avoid defects. It it, it reduces costs. So there's a, if, if once you have it in place, it benefits the company in, in two ways. It's yeah. a really smart thing to do, actually.
0: It also yeah. really, I really see the link with the first episode we had in the first Innovation Booster about safe by design. Yeah, It's all about um, implementing the safety principles uh, from the start. That's
2: true. Uh, and Definitely. It's, it's really about avoiding uh, defects and, and being repetitive and being consistent in your quality and, and, and delivering what you want to deliver by nature, by design.
1: And that is also one of the things that we want to reach with Hatrick is that we not only uh, look at the start of an innovation, but also earlier that we try to uh, to train and to educate students at the university and the uh, and the uh, Hans Hogeschool um in this kind of thinking so design thinking not taking into kind safety is is not a very wise idea so so design thinking with a safe by design or safe by design thinking so to say um that is what we are going to educate and uh, that is starting now i think um Within now and and two years, we are trying to to start this also at, at the university uh, um, uh, programs, uh, also together with the uh, ReVM mm-hmm. Re, the, national, uh, the, the, the institute. national institute of Veiligheid and health, uh, health. environment, public well, health
0: and environment, something so, like yeah. that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so because they are also in for this uh, very much. And I think
0: this is my main lesson for for today's conversation: is that. Um, You should not view it as something uh, extra or external that you have to do or an external checklist that you have to apply to, but you have to integrate it in your um, development and design and implementation process. Yeah. It's just
3: part of the process.
1: It's part of the process and it can can give you a, a large competitive advantage.
3: Yes. Ilona yeah i i see that it's ge- very good how you uh, how you, you uh, the uh, yeah the, the words you put to in mm-hmm. onto that i think i i very agree with it because in the end the m d r is a certain um fixed way how you need to present your information that the product is safe so in the end you you want a safe and performance performing product and to to sleep well yes and the m d. r is a certain framework yeah, how to do it it's a tool that helps you you could say. Yeah, instead of a pain in the ass hurdle, <laughs> but
0: then it's, see some doubt still. But no, uh, no, I
2: I I I agree on that. But apparently, most of the innovators uh, they 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 want to go to the market, and then suddenly there is this thingy between them and the market, and that's uh, and then and then it, and as well, I don't know who, who sat it in the in 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 the booth. If 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 you if at the end. Uh, oh, I thought uh, Bert uh, was, was, was saying, saying saying that about in-house developed things as a commercial company. I'm I'm not, if I see that the development process has been a mess, I'm not interested because I know I have to do so much rework in the whole process again, that it is commercially not attractive. So if you take it into account right from the start, so at least I uh, revert his message. If you take it into account right from the start, then... Uh, You're there when you need to be there.
0: And, and another, um, thought that pops up in my mind from a human resources perspective, uh, in your team, you should always look for someone who, um, also really likes to, uh, be like the, the guardian, the guardian of systems and rules. So of course you have this creative, wild, innovative minds, but if you team them up with people who really like to, um, to dive into these rules, then you have a great team. Yeah, so it's also uh, uh, definitely and finding the or, right should, people.
1: It should also not be a very separate role. No, so they are into the design process and together uh, f- as a together. team. Yes, and 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 perhaps with a bit more knowledge about the regulations, but still in the in the design team or development yes. team and within and the team within the team and not separate from it, because then it it gets pain in the ass. Okay. And um uh, but, no, but uh, well, prevent it. Well we are we're around. Yeah <laughs> it's yeah. A round circle.
0: It, exactly. <laughs> we have two takeaways, um integrated in in your design process and um um make sure you have someone in your team, in your design team who loves um regulations.
2: Heterogeneity and inclusivity.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, well, thank you so much, Ilona, Jelmer and Jan Willem. This episode really convinced me, at least of the importance of the medical device regulation. I think we learned a whole lot about why it, what it is, why it is important and how to turn it into an advantage rather than a complicated hurdle when it comes to developing and implementing innovative medical devices. Thank you so much for joining me today and um, all the luck in the world with your important work. Thank you. So this episode really convinced us of the importance of the medical device regulation. We learned a whole lot about what it is, why it is important and how to turn it into an advantage rather than a complicated hurdle when it comes to developing and implementing innovative medical devices. Thank you so much for joining me today and all the luck in the world with your important work. So when it comes to the MDR, be aware of its value and importance and ask for help or support if it feels like too complicated for you in order to turn it into a head start instead of a slow downer. To be able to design health interventions that do fit the MDR and really realize more healthy years for everyone. This was the seventh episode of Innovation Booster, the Hattrick podcast about health technology for more healthy years of life. I would like to thank all both the speakers for sharing their stories, their passion for this topic, and their knowledge and inspiration. If you need help or learn more about the MDR, we will put contact information in the show notes. We hope you have enjoyed listening to us. You can find more information about Hattrick at htric.com.